Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Terrio Media. Broadcasting from Terrio Studios in Glendale, California, it's time for Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing, the place where I show people how to escape the rat race using real estate. And if you're just getting started and or you're looking for new and creative ways of making money in real estate, I've put together a free course just for you, including a checklist on how to find motivated sellers, property owners that are willing and able to sell you their property at a discount. So to access that free course, go to free realestateinvestingcourse.com. The whole words, all of those words, free realestateinvestingcourse.com. A lot of people go to free realestateinvesting.com and they say it's not there. Yes, it is there. You just got to put course at the end. Free realestateinvestingcourse.com. I know. The the longer we're, we're in this whole internet world, the more and more difficult it is to get good domain names and short and easy to remember ones. But it's pretty descriptive. There's no special special uh, special spellings there. Just free realestateinvestingcourse.com. All right. Uh, if you haven't signed up for the Epic Intensive, it's coming up the end of January. I really want you to be there. Seats are filling up. A lot of demand for this one. We're going to go over multiple ways of escaping the rat race. That's going to be the primary focus. And I uh, just confirmed a mentor of mine who I consider probably my most cherished mentor that's had the more impact on my business than any other single individual has just confirmed that he's going to share the stage with me on day one. And he's going to show you how he was able to uh, teach me. He's going to show you the exact same thing he taught me to create and start this small little real estate empire without any money or any credit by just using what God gave you and being able to manifest that into money, into cash flow, into real estate, into fix and flip checks, into wholesale checks, into lease option payments and, and those monthly mortgage payments and getting all that stuff coming into you and uh, fulfilling you financially, and he's gonna be there. And so I'm so honored and, and blessed and, and grateful. So I want you to be there. I don't want you to miss it. I know what the impact he had on my life. I want him to have the same impact on yours. Alrighty, so go to epicintensive.com, epicintensive.com. Alrighty, so um, got a great show for you today that my three option letter of intent that I use here in my business 
a lot of my students are all have now all 100% absorbed it and incorporated it and, and are implementing it inside of their own business. They're all getting deals where they weren't getting deals before just from this three option letter of intent. And I'd just love to hear all the great stories. But one of the more common questions comes up now is how do you use the three option letter of intent for properties that have a mortgage, for properties that have a debt on, on those? And so the great question. And to me, it's a really simple answer, but now I'm starting to hear this more and more, and apparently it's not so simple. So I'm taking that for that information knowledge for granted. So I want to share that. I want to answer that question today. And the reason, let's back up. I use the three option letter of intent as a prospecting tool, as a, an offer, as a follow-up offer when, say, the purchase agreement, the original all-cash purchase agreement was rejected. And just kind of send them three more options to like, uh, you know, maybe spark something over there. Maybe they get their wheels turning so they'll call me back and we can put a deal together. And that's how I typically use it. And in that three option letter of intent that I use, the assumption is there is no debt. I'm making the assumption that the property is owned free and clear. And I do that on purpose. I do it totally on purpose because I know they're going to see those three options. They're going to like one of them. But then they're going to start scratching their head, wondering about the debt that they have on their property. They're going to call me. This is customary. This is how it goes down. They call me and say, hey, I like option number two, but I have this debt. How are we going to get rid of that? How can we make this work with I got this debt in place? And boom, now I've opened up the conversation and I, we can start having that creative, uh, creative strategic conversation to actually get them out of their situation with or without that debt. All right. So. That's why the first phase of that three option letter of intent that we use, the way we use it, it's just assuming that there's no mortgage. But when there is a mortgage, then what do you do? How do you create a three option letter of intent when there is a mortgage? And if there's ever a real estate question ever in the history of real estate questions that deserved the answer, it depends, it is this one. Because it does depend. And there is not even close, not even remotely one cl or close to a, one answer that would universally answer that question, not even close. And here's why: when there's a debt on when there's debt on the property, you know, it could be it's different amounts, it's diff at different rates, it is for different uh, different terms, and there may be that debt that might divide up be divided up into two payments or a two um, debt. So you got a first mortgage and a second mortgage or a first, second and a third mortgage or a first and a second and an equity line of credit. Or you've got a first, a second and a judgment or a first and second and a tax lien. And or you've got all kinds of stuff, all different combinations that, that are going to have to come into play there for you to be able to do that. So that's why it depends. That's why there's just not a, a solid training that shows you how to address every single scenario. But I've been thinking about this on how I can answer this and I think I've got it, okay? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna share this with you. This is pretty number intensive, but I'm gonna try and keep it more theory-based, more um, principle-based so you can follow along. But I, I will use some real numbers and I'll try to use nice, easy, round numbers. So let's say we have a house and the after repair value, after repair, this is when it's all fixed up, is $150,000, right? But in its current condition, fair market value is $100,000. So that's what we're gonna grow with, $100,000. And we see the future, if we were to repair it, we can get 150 for it. So there's 50,000 of potential uh, profit there. But right now, fair market value is just 100 grand. We'll keep a nice round number, 100 grand. Now the owner owes the bank $75,000 on that $100,000 property. Okay, so that's $25,000 of equity that's in place and they wanna sell. And for one reason or another, they haven't been able to, but they like your three option letter of intent and they wanna know how they're gonna make that work. 
All right, so the owner owes $75,000. And it's a 4.5% 30-year fixed payment, or uh, 30-year fixed loan on this property. Well, there's 25 years left on the loan, so we've got 4.5% at a 30-year fixed, and there's, they've already been paying down 20, or five years, so there's 25 years left on the loan. And that mortgage, uh, principal and interest, taxes and insurance payments, 400, or excuse me, $500 a month. Okay, so we're just working with a $500 a month payment. And there's, like I said, there's $25,000 of equity there. And the market rent is $1,000. Now there's all those numbers that come into play and those could be, those are going to be different with every single deal you come across. They're gonna be totally different. So to make this really simple, all we're really focusing on is the equity. How much equity do they have? And how can we access that equity and make that equity ours? So that's, that's your primary focus when you're looking at a property with a mortgage and you want to present a three-option letter of intent. And that's if one of those options is not paying off the mortgage. Okay, so this one's got, you know, fair market value is 100000 The owner owes 75000 So if you don't have $75,000 to pay that off to get that $25,000 of equity, then you've got to do it. You've got to present a subject to offer, right? Okay. And that's taking ownership of the property subject to the existing financing. Meaning if you're just tuning in for the very first time, you have no idea what a subject to is. It means you're taking ownership of the property subject to the existing financing. So the property is going to go into your name, the buyer, but the debt, the financing on the property is going to stay in the current owner's name. That's called a subject to transaction. And that's a whole other conversation. We've covered that several times in the past, but we're talking about the three option letter of intent in this type of scenario. All right. So three option letter of intent. It's exactly what it sounds like. It is a letter of intent to purchase. It is not a contract. It is not an agreement. It's just saying, hey, I am prepared to purchase your property in one of the three ways. I am prepared to purchase your property in one of three ways. Let's, I'll give you three different options. You tell me which one you like best, and then we'll go put it on a formal purchase agreement. That's what the letter of intent is going to do for you. So option one, all we're focused on is equity. In this property, we have $25,000 of equity, right? So. We are going to, um, uh, we're, how do we get access for that? So we could just pay them cash for their equity, right? We could say, okay, you got $25,000 of equity. I'll give you half of that. I'll give you 12,500 bucks for your equity and keep $12,500 from me. So you're buying their equity at a discount. And then, so that's option one, $12,500 of cash for your equity paid at closing. And the second term would be, we will pay all the closing costs and we'll take over payments and maintenance of the property. So that's option one. I'm just going to give you some cash at a discount for your property and then I'll take over, I'll, I'll pay all the closing costs, I'll take over the payments and I'll take over the maintenance. So that could be option one. I'm just going to ex straight exchange of cash for your equity, right? And then you're going to take over the rest of the property subject to. Option number two. So let's say, okay, I'll give you a little less cash for your equity paid at closing. So I'm gonna give you $5,000 of cash for your equity paid at closing. We'll pay all the closing costs and take over payments, just like we said before in option one. But then I'll give you 10,000, so I'm gonna give you the opportunity to make a little bit more money here. But that $10,000, I'm gonna pay it as follows. I'm gonna do interest-only monthly payments at 5% with the total balance due in three years when property is sold. Okay, so the whole point there is, if you weren't following along and you didn't write all those numbers down, that's not, it's okay, it's not, that's not the point. The point is I'm gonna reduce, in option two, I'm gonna reduce a little bit more, I'm gonna reduce the amount of money that I'm gonna give you at closing, but I'm gonna give you more on the back end. 
and then you can create whatever payment terms you want with that back-end number. So it's $5,000 cash for your equity paid at closing. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna pay all the closing costs for you, Mr. Seller, and I'm gonna take over all of your payments, I'm gonna take over maintenance of the property, I'm gonna take real good care of it, and then I'll give you the balance, $10,000, I'll give you that in interest-only monthly payments at 5%, and then in three years, I'll go ahead and pay you the full balance or when the property is sold, whichever comes sooner. So you're just creating terms, okay? You're just creating terms for that second amount. So that's option two. Option three, I'm just gonna give you $1,000 cash for your equity paid at closing. So you make it really easy for me to acquire now, and then the intent is I'll make it worth your while on the back end and give you even more money than I can give you in option one or two, okay? I, ho I hope you're following along. I wish I could hear you in your car or on the treadmill right now, but I'm going to assume it and I'm going to assume that you have a rewind button. So if you need to go back and listen to this, you can. So option number three, I'm just going to give you a thousand bucks for your $25,000 of equity. So a thousand dollars cash for your equity paid at closing. I'll go ahead and I'll pay all the closing costs. Like in the previous two options, I'm going to pay all the closing costs. I'm going to take over the payments and the maintenance of this property. And you can go on about your way and go on with your life and go do whatever else it is you have to do. But I'll take care of this thing for you in behind, okay? So $1,000 cash for your paid at closing. I'll take over the closing costs, the payments, maintenance, and I'll give you $19,000. So I'm essentially giving you $20,000 for your $25,000 of equity. Now, that's a good trade, but it's not like a smoking hot deal, and it's not certainly, certainly far from guaranteed and certainly far from being risk-free. But this is how we'll do that. If I only have to come out with $1,000 out of my pocket, this is how I'm gonna pay you the $19,000 that's left. So I'll go and say 50 monthly payments of $380 to commence six months after the close of escrow. Again, the terms there, not important, just the fact that they are terms. Remember, when we purchase properties, we do it in one of two ways. It's either by my price and your terms, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, or your price, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, and my terms. So the more money I'm going to give you, the more strict I got to be on my terms. Got it? So, and then uh, the, if I'm gonna give you less money, then you know you, you can be less strict on your terms. Got it? So, we, uh, with option three, we give, I'm just gonna give you a small little amount of money up front, but I'm gonna give you a big chunk on the back end. You know, I think I kind of said that wrong. You're following along with me though, you get it. My price, your terms, your price, um, I just did it again. My price, your terms, or your price and my terms, okay? And, and those, those balance each other out. So the more money you give up front, the more terms I need on the back end to go ahead and pay all of, to the, pay the remaining balance, right? So, but if you want all cash, that's a lot less. If that's, those are your terms, then I'm gonna come way down on my price. So $1,000 cash for your equity paid at closing. I'm gonna pay all the closing costs, take over the payments. $19,000 paid as follows. 50 monthly payments of 380 bucks to commence six months after the close of escrow. The point being there is you can write those terms in any way that you want. Okay, they're just terms. So a good exercise, or before I go there with the exercise, because I'm gonna give you some homework. What you're really doing with a property that has debt on it, and if you want to create a um, seller finance situation, you wanna put together a three option letter of intent, what you're going to do is all you're gonna be focused on is how do I purchase this equity? Okay, so do I give you, do I purchase that equity just the way you'd purchase any property? Do I purchase that with a big discount and give you your terms of all cash? Or do we start negotiating a little bit and I give you more money, but now we gotta work with my terms to make it easier? That's all you're focused on. There's no real big difference here. Rather than buying the property with this three option letter of intent, you're focused on buying the equity. And then you're just gonna take over the property subject to the existing financing, okay? Cool. So 
like I said, what, what I'm going through here, the numbers that I shared with you aren't the most important part of this scenario. The important part is you understand the concept of buying equity. And it's the same as buying a house. You're just buying equity. And it, you're using price and terms to create a scenario for you that meets your minimum deal standards and makes it a good deal for you. Okay? So let's do a, here's your homework. When you come up with 10 ways, and this is all this is, 10 ways to pay someone $100,000. 10 different ways that you could pay someone $100,000. And what this exercise does is it just helps you practice crafting terms. And I just put 10 random ones together for you real quick. So $100,000, one way to pay someone $100,000 is to give them $100,000 all cash, okay? Very simple. I'm, I'm starting off slow, starting off simple and basic and easy to understand. We're going to move on. So if you want to pay them 100 grand, you can just write them a check or just give them all cash for 100 grand. If, here's another way, second way, you can give them 100 grand and then divide it up into 200 equal monthly payments. Still giving them 100 grand, you're just playing with the terms now, right? So 200 equal monthly payments. Or we could do, I could pay you $100,000 and I'll give you interest only payments for 10 years and then I'll pay you the balance in 10 years, okay? Same thing, they're still getting 100,000 bucks, you're still paying $100,000, you're offering to pay interest for the right to not give them any money down right now, to make payments low for you, to make uh, give you the opportunity to build up the rest of your portfolio, give you the opportunity to build up this specific property and then your balances, the balance that you're gonna pay them the full $100,000 in 10 years. So that's one, that's the third way. Here's another way, give you, I'll give you half now, and then I'll, so I'll give you $50,000 of cash right now at the close, and I'll give you $50,000 paid in 100 equal monthly payments. So I'll give you half now, half in payments. That's another way. Or I'll give you a quarter now, $25,000. I'll give you another quarter in six months, and then I'll take the remaining balance and amortize that over 30 years at 6%. Okay, so you got a quarter, a quarter, and, and then terms. So you get started to follow me. You can divide this up in so many different ways. Here's another way. I'll give you $10,000 now and then $90,000 at 6% amortized over 30 years, but I'll give you a balloon payment due in 10 years. So it's just another way to pay someone $100,000. And this is a really good exercise for you to take on and come up with as many ways as you possibly can of paying someone $100,000. How about, I'll give you $5,000. I'm just gonna give you $5,000 at close. I'll give you $5,000 cash more in six months and then $90,000 due in one year or when the property is sold. See, just another term. You can define this however you want, however you wanna pay them. There, there's no limit to this. You're only limited by your own creativity. So I'll give you uh, five grand now, five grand in six months, and then in 12 months, I'll give you the rest. Or when the property is sold, whichever comes first. Okay? Number eight, I'll give you just a, I'm just gonna give you $1,000 right now. Then I'm gonna give you 50% of the profit not to exceed $99,000 when the property is sold. Look at that. So you just give them $1,000 right now. You're taking this property over subject to 90,000 bucks and I'll give you 50% of the profit as long as it doesn't exceed $99,000 when I do sell the property. How easily could you get into a property that way? I mean, it just depends on the seller's situation. But if you got in for a thousand bucks and then uh, the rest of the payment that you owe for the property is dependent on, you know, you say you're fix and flip when you sell the property. And if there's enough equity in there, that might make sense for you. And you can give them up to $100,000 or $99,000 because you gave them one at closing and then 99 of the profit. Got it? Just different ways of crafting terms. Uh, number nine, $10,000 cash at close. 
$90,000 to your son's tuition when he turns 18. See, there's just another way to pay someone $100,000. Now, if he's 17 and a half years old, that might not be a good, a good deal. But if his son is three years old, four years old, that might be a great deal. And that might be what's really most important to the seller is that his son goes to school. And you find all these things out as you're building rapport and you're talking to the seller, you're getting to know them because all of these types of things do come out and you get to learn all this kind of stuff. So that's just another way. It's another way to pay someone $100,000. And then here's number 10. Um, I'm going to trade my free and clear rental property for a $100,000 credit on yours. Got it? So you can trade, you can pay tuition, you can buy, you can pay relocation costs, you can pay for moving vans, you can pay to actually do the moving, have someone come in and do the moving. I mean, you can do balloon payments, you can split the profit with them. There's just, there's no limit to this. All right? So that's a good homework assignment for each and every one of you. And that's how you put together this three option letter of intent when there's a mortgage in place. All right, so uh, I think it's going to be, let's see, yeah, it's going to be Christmas by the, the next time I talk to you. So I uh, wish each and every one of you a very Merry Christmas. It's been an epic year, and 2017 is going to be no less epic, not unless, not if I can help it. And I want that for each and every one of you. So stay close, stick stick around, and we'll make sure that that all happens for you. All right? I'll You meet me halfway, I'll meet you, and we'll keep doing this each and every week. All right? God bless. To your success, I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. You've been listening to Epic Real Estate Investing, the world's foremost authority on separating the facts from the BS in real estate investing education. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to visit iTunes and share your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here at Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.